Welcome back to a brand new episode of Talkin' Shiz. I am the Christmas Carol CJ. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I know I'm running a little late, but life happens. So I've got you right here, a brand new episode. And talking about got you, I got you on the pod page. So go ahead and subscribe to the pod page. That's podpage.com slash talking shiz. And talking about subscribing, why have you not subscribed to my Twitter? And that's at talking underscore shiz. Instagram, talking underscore shiz. Also, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash talking shiz. You can actually donate to the podcast or you go to teespring.com and get your shizzler merchandise. It is hard to believe that Christmas is next week this year has flown by it's 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 insane how fast time is is just flying by i cannot fathom how fast time flies it feels like yesterday i was sitting down getting ready to eat some ham on thanksgiving and now it's going to be christmas now my family and i we actually did a thing last week we adopted a puppy she was a rescue puppy you probably figured out that this has taken a lot of our time the pup she is 12 weeks old and so we have been taking the past week trying to get her allocated to us and to our home i forgot exactly how needy a puppy is and i haven't had a puppy in my house in a while in a very long time And it's funny, when I went and picked her up on Friday night, it's like she chose me. I didn't choose her. It reminded me when we adopted our cat about five years ago, how my cat Bebop chose us. We did not choose her. She chose us. Well, our new puppy, she is a lab mix. The family and I, we got together. We were trying to name her. And it took us a day and a half to actually find a good name for her. And we didn't want a regular name for our puppy. We wanted a bomb-ass name. So we came up with the name Raven. And you can actually see a picture of Raven on my Talkin' Shiz Twitter page and my Instagram page as well. If you want to take a look at Raven. She's a lab mix. And she likes to chew. So I made sure I had plenty of chew toys. Because all I hear is crunch, 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 crunch. And for some odd reason, she likes to grab me by the pants leg and just tug away while I'm walking. Now she's starting to get a little bark about her, which is kind of funny because I forgot how cute puppies' barks are. You know, they're like, she also has the puppy breath, which is horrible in its own. I can't explain a puppy breath. It's kind of like in between a hot dog and a shoe, a brand new shoe, in a sense, you know, like bologna. Maybe if you, I don't know who goes around smelling bologna all the time, but to me, that's what a dog's breath smells like. So it's a mixture. So it's like a a hot dog shoe. When I was out the other day, I was at a super retail big box store because that's what I do with my life. I go to box stores. As I was walking around the store, I saw an employee that had a three-tier cart that was stocking the shelves. As I was watching this employee stocking the shelf, I had a flashback. When I was in retail, had a three-tier cart and stocking the shelves. Here's my thought. I believe everybody should work retail once in your life. And I believe that if everybody works in retail just one time in their life, this world will be a better place because of it. Now I'm going to tell you my flashback. While I saw this employee working, I had this flashback. Let me tell you the story. As I was stocking my shelves, this is how privileged these assholes are. It pisses me off. It really pisses me off that some folks are so privileged that they could give two shits about you. 
I'm over there working, cutting open boxes, seeing what the the items are inside the boxes. And people would just walk behind me, even though I'm kind of like blocking the aisle. Like they could go around me into another aisle to go somewhere else, but they don't. They literally want to walk behind me. And it pissed me off. It was like an all-day thing. It's like, you see me over here working. Why do you think that you have that type of privilege to just walk and disturb me? Do I come to your place of business and disturb you? You're over there behind your desk typing away, da 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 and I'll just walk behind you, pushing you out the way? It pissed me off. And it's, it's funny how you're out doing something and you have flashbacks like that, you know. But I saw this guy working and I understood. Like, I definitely understand the, the frustration that he could go through because I went through the same thing. I used to work retail. It was so funny to me seeing this employee stocking shelves and watching people go behind him and disturbing him, even though they could go around. It just brought me back to that memory of my own. That's definitely not what I wanted to talk about, because I can talk about retail stories, and this will be a three-parter. There was a lot of things that happened to me while I was working retail. I'll tell you a short one right now. When I first started working at this box store, and it was a home improvement store. Okay, it was Home Depot. And I just started... And coming from someone who didn't know much about home improvement, I had a customer walk up to me, and I'll never forget it because it was hilarious. She asked me, do you know where the registers are? But little did I know, she was talking about the floor vents. The, the floor vents are called registers. So she came up to me and said, do you know where the registers are? I said, yes, ma'am, they're up front. And she knew that I wasn't being a smartass. She knew that I had no idea that they were called registers. Like I said, I don't want to talk about retail. Actually, I do want to talk about this. Have you guys heard about the metaverse? I'm pretty sure you have. It's been everywhere. If you don't know what the metaverse is, let me educate you. Let me drop my knowledge on you. In a nutshell, the metaverse is going to be this huge virtual world where you can create your own avatar and you can live there like it's like normal life. That's what the metaverse is. If you think about it, I mean, this is like Ready Player One. And I bet you're like, why are you talking about this, CJ? It's because it actually intrigued me. Not only that you could buy virtual real estate and you could sell virtual real estate. You know how dumb that is? You're selling something that does not exist. Well, let me put it this way. It's not tangible. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. You can't smell it. You can't rub it. You can't do anything. It's not tangible. And right now... Snoop Dogg is developing a Snoopverse, and someone just bought property in his virtual world for almost $500,000. People just waste money like this. That pisses me off. These assholes can waste money like that. I can't even make money like that a year. You got this dickhead buying $500,000 of property that's not even a tangible asset, and it's virtual. It's not even real land. He bought this just so he could live next to Snoop Dogg. And wouldn't it be ironic, like, this guy could even see Snoop Dogg. Like, you see his virtual house, but it has, like, the high fences and shit. Same like in real life. You know he's over there bragging, like, Dude, I totally bought real estate next to Snoop Dogg. I'm going to live next to Snoop Dogg in the virtual world. Now, I haven't seen him yet because of the high fences and the security team he got running around. But I tell you what, though, I could peek over the fence. I see him. I think it's him. It looks like him. It may be a tree, but, you know, I, I paid $500,000 for this, so I live next to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg probably got his own virtual security team running around his property in the virtual world. That'd be ironic. I would laugh my ass off. Like, dude, you deserve to get your money taken. I still cannot fathom that this dude spent $500,000 on virtual property to live next to Snoop Dogg. 
you know, thinking about it, wouldn't it be the biggest kick in the pants that if everybody got on board with this, celebrities and everybody else, and you still cannot talk to a celebrity, like whoever your famous celebrity is, like Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is in the virtual world, and like you can't even talk to him because these celebrities are big assholes and, you know, you can't talk to them. That would, that would, that would suck. That would definitely, definitely suck. I mean, right now, you could Google the word metaverse, and it's a hot topic. Everybody is talking about it. Like, I found this one story about a guy who broke his engagement so he could be with his virtual girlfriend. You left a real person to be with a virtual person, someone that you can't even touch. How can you leave your fiancé, someone who loved you for who you are, and dump them to be with someone on a computer? I mean, that's like trying to make love to a wall outlet. Sure, it may sound like a good idea at the time. Well, you know they say you cannot fix stupid, and that guy is the definition of a dumbass. Along inside this metaverse, you can also buy food. Burger King has actually joined the metaverse. Mm, there's nothing like a virtual burger that does nothing for your body. There's going to be fashion. Ralph Lauren has gotten involved with this, so now you buy virtual clothing. Also, Nike has also stepped on board with this. It's going to be big. This thing is going to be big. Here's my fear, though. The, these developers, since they fucked up the real world, now they're going to create a world that they're going to fuck up later. That's how I see this. They're going to fuck up this virtual world. For some reason, this screams Matrix. Would you like the red pill? Or blue pill, Neo. And you already know that this metaverse is not going to be used like it should be used. You know it's going to go down a rabbit hole and it will never come back. I feel it's going to be like Ready Player One where you buy everything. Clothes, cars, food, real estate apparently now, houses. It's going to be that big. Now Mark Zuckerberg has gotten involved and he should not. I think he should just go away. You made your little Facebook and shut the fuck up. Sit down. I think that he's going to ruin it because of the sneaky shit that he does, like selling your information on Facebook and everything. The sneaky little fucker. I feel like he's going to ruin it. They need somebody that kind of like the owner of the virtual reality in Ready Player One, how he did it just for the players. That's what they need. I mean, if you think about this metaverse, it would change gaming. If you had a full body suit, like you could feel everything, like in Ready Player One, it's going to blow your mind. Just think you play any game in a virtual reality and you can feel it. I mean, just picture you could be in GTA or Halo or any other games out there, Red Dead Redemption or uh, what, what, what are kids playing now? Like Fortnite or Minecraft? I mean, the possibilities are endless. I mean, it's it, it's it's insane. Like, the things that you can do just in a game. It'd be awesome. I mean, they already have the treadmill so you can walk and run in place. I would say another concern is we may get too wrapped up, too consumed inside the metaverse where we forget about reality. How are we going to pay for this? Because you know you want to be online because you could do anything online. You could be anybody online. Like, you could be a model that has a six-pack, muscular... I mean, you're just perfect all around. You are the spit image of perfection, the definition of perfection. Just like me, I am perfection. I can't tell you this, I'm definitely a lot cooler online. Here's something else you can do in the metaverse. You could get married. Which technically, would you be married in real life though? I mean, that's crossing the line, I think, because... I mean, think about this, though. I mean, because we're, we're in the age where everybody sues everybody for anything. Like, hey, you farted a different color. I'm suing you for $10 million. Or, excuse me, Mr. Restaurant Owner. Your food gave me explosive diarrhea and now I want $10 million. 
So what if it doesn't work out? So then you have to get a divorce. Will that person take half of your virtual property? If you have kids, do you have to pay virtual money to them? And does it really come out of your bank account? All right, peep this scenario, right? So you end up getting married online. You're in this virtual world with your virtual partner and you're married and you decided to go and invest in a virtual house. So now you have a house payment, a virtual house payment. So does that mean you have to have a virtual job? To pay for your virtual house, you are working outside of the virtual world, but also you have to go into the virtual world and have a job to also help pay for this house. I mean, that would suck that you're working and you're still working on your downtime. And let's say you have a couple of kids. Now you know you're going to have to have a job because kids are expensive because now you have to buy virtual food for your family. You know, KFC, Burger King, McDonald's, because you know for a fact McDonald's is going to jump on this bandwagon really soon. And let's say you get a divorce. Now, do you have to pay virtual alimony and virtual child support? Are you going to have to go to virtual family court to work all this out? And is the money going to come from your bank account in real life? I guess only time will tell exactly how far this will go if you get married in the virtual world in the metaverse. But it's something definitely to think about. I'm telling you, think about it. There are places out there right now where you can actually build and create and monetize your own virtual experience. The next step, I'm telling you, the next step is going to be this bodysuit where you could feel everything in the virtual world. And this is probably years into the future. As of right now, it may take years before we can even reach that standard of technology. But as of right now, we don't have it. But the vision's there. And if it's done right, I believe the metaverse would be cool. I wouldn't mind going into the metaverse. The possibilities are endless. You could do virtual meetings. You don't even have to go to the office no more. You just put on your little headset and have a meeting right there. You can even meet your customers via virtual reality. You know, the more I think about it, the, the more I have questions. And I'm really trying to leave this topic, go to my next topic. But what about social interacting? You know, being in the virtual world, it may be hard to be in the real world and be sociable. Would people lose touch of reality because they're so consumed by the VR? That's food for thought. So I guess what it comes down to is actually being responsible and not let it consume you and do it in moderation and not all at once. You know, you know how it is. You get wrapped up in something and you lose all track of time. Only time will tell where this metaverse will go. I guess we're going to have to sit and wait. And talking about waiting, an Arkansas waitress got fired over customers leaving a $4,000 tip. An Arkansas waitress received a whopping $4,400 tip only to be fired after her manager made her split it with the other staffers. That's some bullshit. That is completely bullshit. I hate when companies do that because you know for a fact there's some lazy ass people out there that know that they don't have to do much fucking work that they're still going to get rewarded. And that's what's wrong with some of these companies out there. They keep rewarding these lazy-ass people. They get promoted. They get better raises. Why? Because they're fucking lazy. And you're like, well, you should be mad at them. They just figured out the system. Fuck that. It really grinds my gear. These lazy-ass fuckers that go around, don't do hardly any shit whatsoever, and they get rewarded. You know, I was taught that, you know, hard work pays off, and it doesn't. Hard work doesn't really pay off because the harder you work, the more work they put on you and you get the same pay. So, yay. Great. Thanks. Back to our story. This generous gratuity came to waitress Ryan Brandon and another server who worked a party of more than 40 people. 
and each of the diners chipped in $100 in tip money, believing the total would go to both servers. But that was not the case. The manager instructed Ryan to pull the tip with her co-workers who didn't serve the large party. She said, I was told to give my tips to the shift manager so it could be dispersed through the other employees, and that I will be taking home 20%. When one of the diners who found out what happened... He demanded the restaurant to give the money back to Ryan, and he also gave her $2,200 as well. The very next day, she was fired. Ryan said that they called her over the phone to let her know that she was unemployed now. She said, I have been there three and a half years, and this was very heartbreaking to me. What kind of cowardly bullshit is that? You're going to call someone and fire them over a tip that she earned. Her and another server earned that tip. It was a huge party of 40 plus people. Oh, I do believe that she was in the right on this one. First of all, they're cowards. Couldn't even talk to her in person about it. They had to call her on the phone. And then second, why would you want to hand over this big tip to other people that didn't even help with this party? That's her money. She has a right to keep it. The company said that the tip was not the reason why they fired her. Yeah, right. Whatever. They just don't want to get sued. Oh, I believe they were doing something unlawful. This reminds me of Friday and Craig's situation. And Smokey's like, Craig, how are you going to get fired on your day off? But this story does have a silver lining. One of the diners did start a GoFundMe page for her that earned her over $8,000. So this story almost had a happy ending. It was in between a happy and a sad ending. Let's stay on this good note. Let's let the positive vibes flow like a water fountain, like a waterfall down a river. Let's get that Christmas spirit going. My next story is called Christmas Cookies. I love me some Christmas cookies, don't you? I love the sugar cookies. You get a glass of milk and dip them in them. Man, that just warms the soul. Oh, don't forget those fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Mmm, just right out of the oven. Well, not exactly right out of the oven because you have to let them cool down for about five minutes because you're going to burn your fingers. But as soon as they cool down a bit, they're good. It makes you feel all tingly inside because that's that's a warm chocolate chip. Mmm, 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 mmm. On to our story. Christmas cookies. Two weeks before Christmas, our four-year-old Christy found out that she was allergic to gluten. Our Christmas Eve was packed full of activities and we had no time to go get our Christmas cookies. I decided to go to the store and pick up some gluten-free cookies. That way, Christy would be able to have a snack as well. Well, that night, Christy's father ate one of the leftover Santa cookies. It went down the wrong way on the last bite and he choked for a few minutes. Thinking nothing of it, we all went to bed. That morning was full of fun, we're opening presents, having a good time. We all sat down at our breakfast table eating our breakfast when Christy looked at her gluten-free toast with a sad look. Christy then said, Mom, I think I should send Santa a sorry note. Me? Asking in a curious tone, why? Christy replied, I heard him gagging on the cookies last night. Well, you know a famous philosopher once said, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And wherever you are, wherever you are listening to me at, day, night, afternoon, just make it a good one because you are the best you. Thank you so much. I will see you next week on a brand new episode of Talkin' Shiz. Talkin' Shiz.